Yes, sir. It's your boy, Big Vern. You're listening to WGXC, Acre, 90.7 FM, and WGXC.org. You heard? All summer, there are tours at the Hudson Athens Lighthouse every second Saturday of the month through October. You can visit the 1874 lighthouse that's in the middle of the Hudson River. The tour is leaving from the Henry Hudson Riverfront Park in Hudson at 11 a.m., noon, 1 p.m., and 2 p.m., and from the Athens Village Riverfront Park at 11.30 a.m., 12.30 p.m., 1.30 p.m., and 2.30 p.m. That's the Hudson Athens Lighthouse Tours all summer on the second Saturday. And you can find out more on the WGXC community calendar online at wgxc.org. Wave Farm programs are made possible in part by the New York State Council on the Arts with the support of Governor Andrew Cuomo and the New York State Legislature, the National Endowment for the Arts, the Green County Legislature through the County Initiative Program administered by CREATE, the Alexander and Marjorie Hover Foundation, the Teabacker Fund, the Joseph Family Charitable Trust, and hundreds of other generous individual donors, including WGXE sustaining supporters who provide critical monthly support. Thank you. WGXE is made possible in part by the generous ongoing support of the Rodney Shop in Catskill, New York. WGXE's sustaining supporters are among the station's most dedicated listeners. They care deeply about Creative Community Radio, and their investment helps to sustain WGXE as a public platform for information, experimentation, and engagement in Green and Columbia counties. You, too, can become a sustaining supporter by going to wgxc.org donate and designating an amount of your choosing. Thank you for your support. You are listening to Transmission Arts Programming on WGXC 90.7 FM. Grabbable, handleable, listener-supported radio for Green and Columbia Counties. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. You are listening to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda on WGXC 90.7 FM. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, here we are. We're excited to be here. This is our second official show. We've had a few test drives on the airwaves, but here we are settled into our official spot on the schedule every fourth Tuesday of the month from 7 to 8 p.m. And we talk about movies. Yeah, we're going to bring you uh, the latest and greatest and what we've been watching and, uh, and maybe talk a little bit on a theme. So tonight, how about we start with, hey, Amanda, what have you been watching lately? Oh, my goodness, Jenny. Thank you so much for <laughs> asking. Well, I have to say at home, I during the week, when I come home from work, I, I, <laughs> I settled back into watching my low brow crime shows. So I've just been watching a lot of Criminal Minds is what I'm trying to say, which is a show that is on Netflix and there's like 16 seasons of it. And you, you know, it's your, it's your CSI, it's your NCIS, it's the same kind of thing. So that's really embarrassing. Um, not really, but there's nothing no. to report on. However, the other night I did watch something that is very near and dear to you, my friend <laughs> Jenny. I finally watched Robert Eggers's The Lighthouse. Uh, when it, the trailers first came out, I got really excited and then I just kind of missed it in theaters and honestly kind of dismissed it as maybe what I thought would be a stale indie, uh, you know, one or two men talking to each other in one location. But I gotta say, I loved it. I was really happy. I'm Yay. glad you lowered my expectations. <laughs> um, it was just even better. I just yeah. made it even better. Uh, yeah, I famously <laughs> love the lighthouse. Famously, among famously, <laughs> everyone, fans, as the kids say, <laughs> I stay on the lighthouse. Um, yeah, well, I'm really glad you enjoyed it. 
I'm really glad you, it's a, such a fun, funny movie. It's so fun. So for listeners who don't know, um, you may, you maybe heard about The Witch, uh, Robert Eggers's first movie, which came out, I, I gotta look up the date 2017, here. 2017, I want to say. I want to say, and The Lighthouse is his second movie, um, which came out in last year in 2019, and it stars Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe, who are two men on a remote island tending to a lighthouse and um, tensions rise. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, complex out there on the sea. (laughs) Relationships, they're different. Honestly, it's a cabin fever movie, which is a great theme for um, a later show of ours. Yeah, we'll just kind of write that one down in the book. Um, (laughs) What platform did you watch it on? I watched it on Amazon Prime nice yeah so I believe it's still on there if you're subscribed to Prime you can watch it for free however this was on somebody else's so don't quote me on that just in case (laughs) um but yeah Jenny what have you been watching wow I'm so glad you asked (laughs) um I have been watching actually I haven't been watching very much I, I really got caught up um, last week and watching really detailed hand sewing tutorials on the internet and that was really fun um, but not you know not fulfilling and necessarily the same way. <laughs> Can you tell me more about um, hand sewing what? I'm curious. And oh <laughs> well you know I got really I got really sucked into this one person who does like reproductions of uh, historically accurate Victorian garments Amazing. and I specifically watched this one where she was sewing um, basically like this undergarment that's shorts in a tank top but she it was made almost entirely of lace and she hand sewed every single piece of lace to each other wow. uh, and it was mesmerizing you um, know who love that is who? Um, Robert Eggers oh my god he <laughs> loves historically really? accurate costumes yeah totally that is like right up his alley I gotta maybe I'll just send send him a cold email be like hey Mr. Eggers <laughs> I heard you like uh his technical historical detail <laughs> have you looked at this YouTuber <laughs> um <laughs> but for films that I've been watching um a couple weeks ago I finally saw movie that I'd been looking forward to all year and had really wanted to see in theaters but obviously that's just not happening right now um but it's First Cow. Oh First Cow! First Cow which is uh, directed by local filmmaker Kelly Reichardt um who's a bard professor uh she is really great you may remember her from such films as uh Meek's Cutoff um Certain Women which came out a couple years ago uh, Wendy Certain Anderson. Women, her last movie before First Cow. Yeah, it's the most recent one. Okay. Um, but First Cow, it's really great. It's 2020. Um, it stars uh, John Magaro and Orion Lee. Uh, and it's about these two men who in the early 1800s are in uh, like the Pacific Northwest area of the United States, um, pre-United States. Well, not, not really, post-United States, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in like this super frontier town uh, and it's it's a really slow, extremely sweet drama about the two of them. Um, and <clears throat> they're uh, basically, it's kind of about them and it's like a heist movie about uh, cows. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just superb. It's really, really incredible. Uh, I rented it on Amazon. I think it was about $4, maybe 4 or $5. Um, yeah. Totally, absolutely worth it. Oh, I'm so excited to see First Cow. So for those of you listening, actually, it's, it's unique. I think as time goes on, Jenny and I will take this first segment of the show to talk about what we've seen that's freshly out in theaters. Uh, but of course, that's a unique situation right now. There's not really stuff that's freshly out in theaters. There's some, but there's not much. So um, we're taking it time to talk about things like First Cow, which is brand new, but you watched it at home or just what you've been watching lately. Yeah. Um, And speaking of stuff that is new that did come out in a theater that (laughs) we both watched lately, we we can speak to um, a little movie called The Rental that came to the Highway Drive-In, which has been kind of shuffling in um, new releases. Um, Yeah. So The Rental, (laughs) Amanda and I went to go see it together. Uh, the drive-in. It's really a great time at the drive-in. Um, it is 
Dave Franco's directorial debut. Yeah, the brother of James Franco. <laughs> the brother of James Franco. Um, it has actually an incredible cast, um, which is kind of frustrating because uh, I I think I'm safe in saying that both of us were uh, disappointed yeah. by the rental. Um, I yeah, I'm disappointed in it. It's probably no first cow. No, I think <laughs> no. I was kind of thrilled by the idea of it, which is it's an Airbnb horror, which feels really topical and like and new yeah um <laughs> or ish you know there's yeah, totally of like getaway horrors or you know cabin horrors or whatnot but um specifically short-term rental <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah I was kind of curious and and looking forward to hopefully what would maybe be a better movie but um neither of us really enjoyed it like yeah said. It's about um it's about two couples who like go uh on vacation to an Airbnb uh and things go awry. But it really does like um I mean if you're interest I think it's like it's worth a watch if you're into like just you know quick fast. It was also pretty short, which was nice. Yeah, um, exactly. It was a but, pleasure to watch at the drive-in too. Yeah, totally. Um yeah, you know, there's 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 interpersonal tension between the couples that's already horrific and boring but yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty boring <laughs> boring and uncomfortable uh, but they also find out that maybe they are not alone yeah uh, so that's um, mental yeah <laughs> but I will say I I uh yeah the cast was just really great and it's kind of a shame because they just didn't really have anything to do um it stars Alison Brie Dan Stevens Toby Huss who's a character actor who I really like um and Sheila Vand who I recognized her in the movie and didn't realize until afterward she was in A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night did you ever see oh, that oh I still haven't seen it it's it, also a great movie <laughs> it has subtitles right which is um it's it's partially subtitled, not okay, all of it. Okay, good to know. I, I'm totally fine with a subtitled movie. It's often when I'm home, I am working on something. So mm. I'm not fully looking up at the screen all the time. But I've heard wonderful things about that movie. And I, I really must see it. Yeah, it's totally great. Um, she's so great in it. She is the girl who walks home alone at night. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, is there are there any other recent movies that you wanted to talk about? recent ones recent or, or anything you watched lately well and so I think we're kind of dipping a toe into our theme which is exciting and this is a movie <laughs> that is like the rental is kind of on our theme and I know you also watched it I I slipped it in last night uh I watched Palm Springs last oh, night oh nice and, yeah and that was really fun uh Palm Springs is on Netflix I think um it's, I think it's Hulu Oh, geez. Look at me. Look <laughs> at me. <laughs> um, this is the radio, baby. <laughs> you are so right. It is Hulu. That's just terrible. No. But, um, so, yes, it's on Hulu. It just came out and it stars Andy Samberg and um, Kristen Milioti. And it's about... Uh, it's it's a love story. It's very sweet, and it takes place not not quite on vacation, but um, you know, at a getaway, at a wedding, and, vacation adjacent. And it's about uh, being stuck in a time loop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, if Groundhog Day was at a wedding, <laughs> if Groundhog Day was at a wedding, uh, and it, I had so much fun. Um, I know I really have always loved Andy Samberg. I know that some people can kind of choose to watch something based on him both not watch or watch but he's really wonderful in it I recommend and yeah. I think you do too Jenny right? I do too yeah I really liked Palm Springs yeah that was great yeah it's really fun ah uh, that's so I think uh that's a great place to kind of uh make our make our little transition <laughs> I think so too I think so too so Jenny do you want to tell the listeners what our theme this month is uh, well, you may have guessed from our our slight description. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about vacation movies, Ugh. movies about vacations, movies where people go on vacation, movies that make you feel like you're on vacation. You yep. know, there's just a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, there's so much to talk about. Um, so that's how it's going to be for this show. Is it's we're going to choose a theme for for every episode or um every month and 
So last month we had uh, Utopia slash Dystopia movies and Jenny and I realized that before the show, we got so excited that we talked about everything that we were gonna talk about on air. And so, because we're new once again to the airwaves, we wanted to experiment and see what worked better. So this time around, we didn't talk to each other at all about what we were thinking about. <laughs> um, and I'm really excited to hear what you have to say, Jenny, because I actually, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the heat wave. And to be honest, it was probably the heat wave. But I couldn't <laughs> think of it. Like, I had a hard time. I did think of some things, but my notes are weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, this is where I tell you, my notes are also weird because although all of my movies involve people on vacation, I specifically am going to focus on three. Um, oh. When I made a list of vacation movies that I really like, they all had something in common that <laughs> is not... <laughs> Um, I would say like, I mean, it's probably not the, they're probably not the immediate movies you would think of when you're like, oh yes, the vacation film. <laughs> yeah. I think I really went down a path of thinking about like, well, what is a vacation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Which is, um, real, real silly. And so I got kind of, um, I, I kind of went that direction and thinking about, um, well, here's, can I read you something I wrote in my book? I would really like to hear it. Okay. So there are the by the book definition vacation movies, like the La National Lampoon movies. Yep. Your classics. But I'm uninterested in those. Yeah, me too. I know you feel me on. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think, if you want to hear us talk about those movies. Yeah. You came to the wrong place, probably. <laughs> I mean, they just, I think frequently, like, you and I, there is a lot to say about some comedy movies, but a lot of them, it's kind of just like, it is what it is, and you watch it, and you laugh, and you have a good time. Yeah, um, I will, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but anyway, continue. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Um, they're, yeah, they don't have much going on, though. I will tie them into my vacation movie theory. <laughs> yes, <laughs> wow. Um, and I also don't think of summer camp movies as vacation movies, because I think of them in a category all their own, and vacation summer camp isn't a vacation mm -mm. It's summer camp it's just, it's just yeah it's school but in the summer it's school but in the summer um and even summer school break movies if they take place in or around the school at all like dazed and confused or like movies where a class goes on a school trip yeah I wasn't really thinking of those in this yeah I think same. I thought of that because I <laughs> this is so embarrassing I googled like vacation movies <laughs> <laughs> sometimes and, it's the only thing you can do <laughs> I know I just needed a little spark Jen. um but so you know the more recent uh Marvel Spider-Man movie popped up where they go on a school trip to Europe and I thought that was sweet but I don't that's not really what it's not I a vacation thinking. movie and so I wanted to simultaneously widen and narrow the definition of vacation movie <laughs> Wow, yes. What is a vacation to you? What makes a vacation? <laughs> um, and I think I thought of something that takes place away from home and that that departure from home must be intentional and intended for enjoyment or relaxation. And yeah. that's okay. That can be argued. These are just my wacky notes. No, I think that's totally legit. Also, all of my movies fall under that. So <laughs> that's because that was kind of what I was thinking too, is that it was like, okay, when you're on, it's vacation is you're being removed from your normal context of your everyday life. Like you're not, because um, yeah. I did, I kept thinking of like, I thought of a couple of other movies where I was like, oh, it's really nice, the things that are happening in this movie. And that makes me feel like it's a vacation, but like the people who are in it are still like working or still like doing something else. And it's not precisely like, okay, you've, you and your group of people have decided to remove yourself from your life and go do something else for a short period yeah. of time with the intention of then returning to your life. Exactly. In pursuit of some kind of enjoyment. Yeah. I did, however, write a few exceptions to my rule, which may be very, very bending <laughs> the definition <laughs> of vacation. This is, my partner was like, you're, what are you talking about? <laughs> 
So my in my notes, it also says exception to the rule, question mark, the big Lebowski, where life is a vacation. Yeah. And like one gets yanked out of the vacation of the mind. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> um, my big vacation theory is that there are only two kinds of vacation movies, which is vacation goes wrong or fall in love on vacation oh my god you're really you're totally right <laughs> there's only two there's only, like that's it all of those national lampoon movies those it's, are all vacation goes wrong movies that's it yeah because like, what's what's the story if nothing goes wrong if somebody just goes on vacation and has a good time and then goes exactly. home it's like it's just like the <laughs> utopia problem we had last month where we're <sighs> saying that like there's so few movies about like science fiction movies about utopia because that's not enjoyable to watch. There's no story when everyone's having a really good time. Where's the drama? Where's the drama? So all yeah. vacation movies, pretty much vacation gone wrong or fall in love on vacation. And they yes. intermingled. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. That's the, that's the sweet spot. Yeah. So I thought of the big Lebowski as a movie where he, he's not, he has not left his home or like sought out anything, but he's already always in a mental vacation and that yeah. mental vacation goes wrong yeah oh, that's so great that's a great uh that is like a real uh underdog but it makes a lot of sense like as soon as you described it I was like oh yeah of course like his life is a perpetual vacation it's a real stretch and I really appreciate you entertaining it <laughs> hey you know this is this is a this is a fun space we're gonna play with the rules figure out what we want hey you know it's all fun and games and movies there's no we're not, we're no uh, hardline genre folks here. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, another, I guess, and maybe, do you think this is a third type of vacation movie where most of the movie is in pursuit of vacation? Mm. Or like, let's call vacation just like this ultimate, like, I'm thinking about Harold and Kumar go to yeah. White Castle. <laughs> totally. Honestly, the whole movie is like everything is going wrong while you're looking for that ultimate enjoyment. <laughs> can I tell you, Harold and Kumar feels a little closer to a road movie. Oh, you're so right. Because um, that's another thing. Amanda and I both really love a lot of road movies. And we mm -hmm. were thinking about those within the context of vacation. But... There's so many great ones and it's, it, it really is just like a different structure because with a road movie, it doesn't all have to go bad. It can just be like a series of weird things happening. Yeah. Um, and so that's its own episode. Look yeah. forward to the road episode. No, because the other movie I had written down for that was Detroit Rock City, <laughs> uh, which is another movie where a bunch of teens are trying to get to a KISS concert in Detroit and a bunch of stuff goes wrong in their pursuit of this ultimate enjoyment but you're it's totally a road movie road movie yeah. <laughs> if it's not a vacation movie it's a road movie <laughs> i know uh, uh, yeah wow i want to hear about um some of the movies that you were thinking of jenny well so okay <laughs> well so i had a longer list and then i ended up kind of narrowing it down to these three that i really want to talk about specifically um and i realized that all three of them have this common thread among them which is basically that it's about a person or a group of people who are going on vacation. Um, and in the course of this vacation, they come face to face with another person who then uh, basically makes them reassess their entire identity. <laughs> um, and in, you know, some of those cases, it's like a literal doppelganger. And then in other cases, it's just another person who um, just has a, uh, like something about them which makes them confuse their identities. Oh, I can't wait. Keep going. Okay, so, <laughs> so I my my heading in my notes is in all caps the vacation from the self. <laughs> okay, so the first movie I want to talk about where this is like at its peak is the movie Us from last year. Jordan oh, Peele's yeah! Us. So <laughs> you may remember. Uh, for those of you who, have, who haven't seen Us, it came out last year at the very beginning of the year. So it's like, it's been a while now, um, but it, it was directed by Jordan Peele, um, stars Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke. And it's about Lupita Nyong'o's family. She, as a little girl, grew up 
going to like this little beach town on vacation with her family, um, but had like a traumatic moment there. She was a little kid, um, but decides to go back with her own family when she's an adult. Um, and I don't want to talk about it too much because it's yeah. a really fun movie. And I know it's kind of, um, it has some like mixed reviews, but I would definitely say it's worth watching. Like super, super fun. Oh, totally. Um, I really enjoyed it. So, you know, yeah. that's the second movie after um, Jordan Peele's Get, Get Out, Out, which is a masterpiece um, of horror. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's like, amazing. Okay. So yeah, us, I think um, a lot of people had some complicated feelings about it because they he, they were holding it to that same standard. Yeah. Um, but they're really different movies. I certainly really had a lot of fun watching it. And like, I, I yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed the themes. It's true. I understand why you don't want to talk about it too much because there's a lot it's, going on there. There's a lot going on. But I can give you just kind of like the basic premise because I think that's pretty self-evident in the trailer. And also it's been about a year and a half. So I think it's, you know, it's not too, I, I won't go too far, I promise. Um, but basically while Lupita Nyong'o and her family, her character's name is Adelaide, um, we, while they're on vacation in the same beach town that she used to go to as a kid, um, they slowly realize that they are being terrorized by this other family of people who look exactly like them <sighs> um and it's really scary, <laughs> so scary. Uh, and i really love it it's really like uh part of the horror of it is the uh, like existential threat of coming to face to face with somebody who looks exactly like you yeah. and not really understanding why or what that means um and it also yeah there's just something like incredibly unsettling about it but I really think it is also really intrinsically a vacation movie because the whole idea is that it's like these people are leaving their normal life and going to this new place where they intend to relax and instead are faced with like these incredibly <laughs> personal uh -huh. um, specific horror of like seeing another version of yourself that could perhaps be like the darkest version of yourself. Yeah. You know? Amazing. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm at on, in terms of vacation movies. Let me just like, that's my intro. I know. I think we're both at, at really, um, uh, really funny places with it. You know, <laughs> yeah. for, for you listeners out there, Jenny and I are both really scared of doppelgangers. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely terrified by meeting our doubles. Big time. Um, and we're really drawn to movies that feature that horror. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, doppelgangers play a big play a big role in my um in my vacation theory. Of yeah, vacation tell me more. <laughs> okay, tell me more. Tell me more. I want to so, stay on theme because mine are all over the place. I do have more, but they're all over the place. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep going. So us is really like the purest version of that because it really is just about like literally seeing another version of your exact self and like how horrifying that is, um, mm. and like the consequences of that. And then um, the next one that I wanted to talk about is this movie that's, uh, it's like a little indie movie that I don't think very many people have seen called Always Shine. Um, oh yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, it's this great film from 2016. Uh, it was directed by Sophia Takal, who uh, directed last year's Black Christmas, um, which was a remake of Black Christmas. But uh, it stars Mackenzie Davis and Caitlin Fitzgerald. And it's about these two women who are both like, tall blonde actresses <laughs> in Hollywood um, and they are both like struggling and they decide to go on vacation together to Big Sur to just kind of like chill out and relax and like rekindle their friendship because like through them both being like struggling actresses like their relationship has really become uh, strained mm -hmm. um, but so in the course of this vacation where they go to get away and just spend time with each other things start to get really weird between them where like they just things just ratchet up and get really intense and um they're just like there's just this weird confusing of identities between the two of them where they like start to kind of act like each other and take over each other's places Ugh, and names and funny. feelings and identities um and it's really great it's like uh it's one of those movies that is really hard to spoil because it really is just kind of like watching it and experiencing it as it happens mm -hmm. um but I won't say any more about the plot in general but I just really love this idea of like it really speaks to me yeah. <laughs> um, especially like you know they look really similar and they have really similar identities but then when they go like to a place where they're totally isolated from everyone else in their lives they just kind of start to get confused about who is who Ugh. um 
<laughs> and there's something really it's not really like a horror movie in the same way that us is but it is really like it has thriller elements um and there is just something so striking to me about um you know the concept of like being removed from everything about your life which gives you meaning and and makes you understand who you are yeah and then going somewhere else and just basically entirely losing that where you're just like I don't know who I am I could be anyone I could be you (laughs) and that's a really wonderful I really really love what you what you um took out of vacation movies because yeah like just just untethering yourself from home and yeah vacation from the self I really untethering (laughs) yourself from home and you can consider home home or home as in your context like how how we define ourselves but our surroundings and when you remove yourself from that you know yeah be anybody (laughs) anybody and it's like who am I who are you am I your double are you my double am I in love with you do I want to kill you what are we what's what's happening it's a strange thing about traveling in general almost (laughs) yeah like it's kind of a trip maybe not everyone feels that way (laughs) no I think I think, you know, it's not always at that heightened level, but definitely like there is something about you. Sometimes you can really lose your sense of self and place when you remove yourself from the place where you're most familiar. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then I had basically one other movie that fits into this category, which I think- talk about it, Jenny. I know you know what I'm going to talk about. I know, because this is the one snippet that you gave me. They just really, it was, you know, I just kind of like whispered it into the air. I didn't want to talk about it too much, but also, you know, it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> um, really good movie. I love it very much too. So with that introduction, I'm about to talk about the talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so good. Uh, I just really love the talented Mr. Ripley. It's so good. Amanda and I listened to the audiobook of it together a couple of years ago. Um, just to, for a little context. Um, it's a Patricia Highsmith novel. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's of a of the same name. Yeah. So the talented Mr. Ripley, the movie is an adaptation of the Patricia Highsmith novel from 1999. Uh, it stars Matt Damon and Jude Law and Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, you've probably heard of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's so great (laughs) what do I even want to say about it where do I begin um give give the (laughs) listeners a little plot rundown of it Um. so (laughs) so basically Tom Ripley played by Matt Damon is hired by Jude Law Dickie Greenleaf's dad to to basically go track him down in like uh, somewhere in Europe I want to say Italy yeah yeah Dickie Greenleaf is like a rich American kid who's just spending his parents money like traveling around Europe with a bunch of other socialites yeah so his father hires Tom Ripley to go kind of like track him down and and see what he's doing and kind of like check in with him and see what's going on not realizing that Tom Ripley has literally never met Dickie Greenleaf in his life his dad thinks that they went to college together because Tom Ripley says that they did (laughs) yeah so then from there he goes Tom Ripley goes to find Dickie and and basically just kind of slowly enters his life in such a way that he becomes extremely close to him through like subterfuge and pretending that he knows him and that they have a lot in common um and it's basically this really slow process of him taking over his life because it's this combination of wanting somebody else's life and also like being in love with them Mm -hmm. um that is just like so intoxicating to him uh and I don't, it's another one where I'm like, how much do I say? <laughs> but, I, mean, I think what you said is great. Um, that movie is fantastic. I mean, gosh. it's so creepy. It's so creepy. It's, it's so really creepy. thrilling, but it is also, it falls into, for me, I always think about it immediately when I think about vacation movies, because it takes place in such a beautiful, like mm-hmm. sun-soaked place where they're like on the water, hanging out, nobody's working. Everybody's oh, just like mm-hmm. chilling out drinking like tanning on the beach like Mm -hmm. spending like incredibly like sumptuous amounts of money yeah like beautiful things um and it is but it is at the same time literally about a person who goes away in order to change their entire identity yeah and you know yeah like Dickie Greenleaf Jude Law's character the one who is living in Europe he is on a permanent vacation he's he's so well endowed he's so wealthy like he he never has to work like he just 
hangs out with his fancy friends and and bounces around between France and Italy and Spain totally. and forever. And Tom Ripley desires that permanent vacation, you know? And I know there's scenes of the movie where in the beginning where it shows how really very poor Tom Ripley is. So yeah. like there's a money thing too, but he, I gotta say Matt Damon does a really, really fantastic job in that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, Tom Ripley is a blank slate of a person <laughs> and it's so creepy. So creepy. Uh, and he's just like, it. So, so intoxicated by the idea of this other person and like what their life is like and just wanting, wanting it and wanting to be close to them so badly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's my, I mean, that's my vacation theory is that uh, when you go on vacation, what you actually really want is to leave and take somebody else's identity. Yeah. And like, you leave yourself. maybe commit some murders along the way. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so good. <That's> <laughs> I love it. I like that we both had to like grasp for theory when we thought about vacation movies. I know. We, we can't didn't t- want to talk about the great outdoors. Exactly. It was like, I mean, I could talk about National Lampoon's vacation or I could really think about this and kind of go a really weird direction. Yeah, because that's who we are. It's true. Um, by the way, who we are is Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda on WGXC 90.7 FM. We are on from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. every fourth Tuesday of the month, and we talk about movies. Yay! <laughs> and uh, this, this time we're talking about vacation movies, and that is a pretty wide category. We like to have some kind of funky category. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, so tell me more about, about your vacation theories. Oh, well, so that really was kind of it, right, is that there's only two kinds of vacation movies. One is A Vacation Gone Wrong, which includes all of those National Lampoon movies, The Great Outdoors, you know. Totally. Dirty Dancing, I guess. No. No, that's Falling in Love. (laughs) Yeah, so my other one, there's two types. It's Vacation Gone Wrong or Fall in Love on Vacation, which is Dirty Dancing. I know Vicky Cristina Barcelona is one that popped into my head. I was like, whoa, (laughs) haven't thought about that movie since I saw it. (laughs) Um, But... Uh, so obviously a lot of horror movies fall under vacation gone wrong. Jenny and I are both big horror fans. Uh, and there's much, actually much like those, those Chevy Chase comedies. There's not a whole lot to say about the the horror, uh, except that I love it. Like that I would say is, is a vacation gone wrong. Oh, totally. Um, Yeah. They go, you know, they go to stay at a cabin um, and it goes really wrong. Yeah, I like, yeah, I, I really like that, like, because it's just a vacation that doesn't, that goes badly. Like, horror, the most horrifying horror movies fit into that as well as National Lampoon. Like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, you know, the hostile movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horrible stuff. So, but the one that I, I did watch leading up to this and don't have much to say about but I was like oh this fits in really well and I'd actually never seen the original version because I watched Wes Craven's The Hills Have Eyes nice oh my gosh Uh, yeah I've never seen the original yeah I it was wonderful I mean I would say from seeing the adaptation um they did a pretty good job I mean all of the residents of the hills (laughs) uh they you know they all have names and they they keep those and uh there's a lot of the same scenes and if you're listening and you don't know the hills have eyes is a 1977 movie uh by famous horror director Wes Craven and it is about a family that goes on an RV trip um and they're out west somewhere and they try to take a shortcut and that goes wrong so many times they try to take a shortcut across the desert and um they run into a gas station attendant who you kind of learn early on in the movie has some dealings with some very dangerous residents of this desert desolate region and he sends this family down a path of horrific doom (laughs) um (laughs) so and it's really wonderful i watched that on canopy which is a streaming service that you can access through your library. Um, and yeah, so I watched that. It was 
wonderful, absolutely terrifying. It's, it's a really successfully horrific, um, not only because of the vacation gone wrong aspect, but I think the, and, and this is a theme in a lot of movies like Deliverance, uh, oh, yeah. where you're out of towners isolated in a, in a really remote area and your attackers are more familiar with the terrain and you're just not in your own territory, which is a risk of going on vacation. Totally, yeah. That's <laughs> you are not where you're from and you do not have the upper hand. Um, and that's, yeah, that's all I really have to say about that vacation gone wrong. <laughs> um, I watched another movie that I'd never seen before that was actually recommended to me by a friend a while ago. And I, for, I, I think I, it popped up when um, when I Googled vacation movie. <laughs> um, but it's called Broke Down Palace. Oh, I've never heard of it. I had never heard of it. Um, and Broke Down Palace is also on Hulu right now. Um, and it stars Claire Danes and Kate Beckinsale. It's from 1999. And it has an excellent 1999 soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> um, and the setup is actually much like another movie that I'm going to talk about next. That's from the very next year. Yes. But it's about two best friends. One of them's kind of a bad girl. One of them's kind of a good girl. They graduate high school and they lie to their parents and they say they're going to Hawaii, but they really sneak off to Thailand. Um, and they meet a like. They they uh, they sneak into a really fancy hotel to use the pool and lie that they're staying there, and one of the attendants catches them, and this handsome British guy swoops in to to rescue them, um, and they fall in with him. Turns out he's not such a nice guy. He frames them for something, and um, they get sent to prison in Thailand. Whoa. Yeah, um, and it's it's a drama actually. It also stars Bill Pullman, who oh, is nice. um, uh, he's an American lawyer who lives in Thailand, who helps Americans get out of Thai prison. Um, and it's really a story about their friendship and them confronting their their friendship uh, in this broke down palace, which wow. is the prison that is in you know in an old palace. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I I really had a had a great time. It's it was just uh, felt very 1999, and it was a sweet a sweet story. Nice. Um, and very certainly a vacation that went wrong. <laughs> yeah, really really goes bad. <laughs> um, and now, um, does that bring us to? Yeah, I'm sorry. My mom just texted me saying, out of Africa, the ultimate vacation, which oh. I've never seen. I'm sorry, mom. No, oh my gosh. She we'll, does, we'll have to watch it the next time. She does say it doesn't fit at all with your show. And I think she said that after she heard me talking about the Hills Have I. Oh. Yeah. Um, but so we're going to just jump right on over to the year 2000. Great year but we're gonna stay in Thailand because that's right, folks, we're talking about the beach. Finally, <laughs> the moment Finally, you've all been waiting for. We have to talk about the beach. And I said at the top of the show that I had a hard time coming up with material for this show it, under the theme vacation movies. I feel like I also don't have, it's hard to say a lot about the beach, but it's hard to say a little, I don't know. <laughs> It's a really confusing movie. It's one of the strangest movies I've ever seen. Um, the Beach is not streaming anywhere, but that's okay. I have it on VHS. Um, <laughs> Ask Amanda, she'll mail it to you and you can borrow. <laughs> it, it stars Leonardo DiCaprio. It's directed by Danny Boyle. And it's actually, the script I believe is is written by Alex Garland, right? That checks who, out, yeah. Who now has gone on to, um, I just wanna double check myself on that, but Alex Garland has gone on to make some really amazing stuff lately. Um, he did uh, Ex Machina and- um, Annihilation. Annihilation, it is written by Alex Garland. Love it. <laughs> you gotta so, get your start somewhere, baby. <laughs> 
It's about Leonardo DiCaprio, who's also, I think he's a college age student, but he, in search of real raw experience, goes to Thailand. And oh my gosh, this movie opens with just like a horrible monologue where he's, <laughs> you know, not, not unlike the train spotting monologue in the very beginning, you know, there's, there's um, trance music playing. He's on the, st the streets of uh, Thailand and talking about like having actual like visceral experiences and feeling empty with his life. And I'm like, oof, scary <laughs> quality in a person. <laughs> Uh, you know what he's ready to go on vacation he is and he's staying at a hostel and he overhears through the walls his his neighbor in the hostel played by robert carlisle talking crush of the show about, robert carlisle crush of the show robert carlisle talking about this total utopia this we also talked about the beach in our <laughs> utopia episode we love the beach <laughs> talking about this place this island that is completely pristine and perfect and there's just this small community of travelers living there and that's where he's come from he's clearly not well something's something's not right with him he actually um uh takes his own life the next day but leaves leonardo dicaprio a map to this place and uh yeah so it's it's about this character finding this place and which is an island, um, a remote island that's very protected. Uh, and it has just a community of permanent vacationers, essentially. It's like all white people um, from all over the world who uh, have escaped their lives and are living here, but at what cost? Um, at what cost? But at what cost? Because it's really rare that you see utopia without a horrific cost. Um, and yeah, it's a strange movie. It's a really strange movie. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it if you can find a way to watch it. Um, yeah, things of course go awry. It is a vacation gone wrong. It's the, the pursuit of ultimate vacation, which I feel like is almost like a cautionary Greek tale, you know, like don't fly too close to that sun. Like don't, totally. don't try to search godliness. <laughs> Just know happen. your mortality and accept it, you know? Um, but yeah, so that was my, my yes, incredible. Um, <laughs> and I just have one more. And Tell me about it. it's also kind of a stretch, but I, I dearly love this movie. And I wanted to include it because it is a vacation of the mind. And un so I talked about the rules I thought of for a vacation movie at the beginning where it has to take, take place away from home and it has to be a departure from home. And that has to be intentional and intended for enjoyment or whatever. So those are loose rules and they don't need to be rules. It was just <laughs> what I was thinking, but um, if you change home to work, I I was thinking about Mike Judge's office space. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> that movie to me is about somebody who just decides they'll never work again. Um, it's also from 1999, written by Mike Judge, famously uh, the creator behind Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill. And it stars Ron Livingston, and it's about a corporate drone, Peter Gibbons, um, who just, he has a strange moment in therapy one day, and he just decides to never go back to work. And he actually gets a lot of accolades for it because he adopts, it's very much like my theory with the Big Lebowski. Like, yeah. He adopts this very confident attitude, and it's <laughs> in this corporate world, all of these these higher ups are looking at it as as this uh, incredible asset, and he actually gets raises and climbs the ladder and <laughs> never works again. <laughs> um, and and similarly, it's it's but at what cost? Um, and uh, yeah, I I love 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 that movie. He does not leave home to go on vacation, but I considered Office Space a vacation movie for sure. 
totally wow I also extremely love office space and that is such a great reading of it I've never thought about that before but it totally is it is it's just like his desire to be on a perpetual vacation yeah it's not unlike Leonardo DiCaprio and the beach like yeah he just he's had it it's he's it's done he's done and he also like in in leaving work like it he doesn't there's other movies where people leave work and maybe not such a relaxing way. I'm actually thinking of Falling Down, which is a movie about a guy who just goes bonkers after he's stuck in traffic on the way to work. <laughs> um, I don't know that one. <laughs> oh my God, it stars my favorite, Mike Douglas. Um, oh, of course. <laughs> but uh, that's not a relaxing one. Like yeah. the character in Office Space really just like, you know, goes fishing and like brings a cooler back of, back full of fish to the office and like guts the fish on his desk and like you know just never yeah stops wearing the uniform like it's so it's truly breaking through to the other side to ultimate leisure (laughs) (laughs) yes um which I think I also wrote down yeah I wrote down breaking through to the other side of existential dread into total divine apathy wow (laughs) yes the vacation we all desire ultimately yeah Yeah. and escaping your problems yeah let me leave this existential dread behind and really just not care care forever (laughs) oh wow yeah (laughs) oh my gosh oh that's so great (laughs) I did I was thinking about him I did I have like a little subheading in my notes also that's literally vacations that go awry which Mm -hmm. I was like I also don't really have a lot to talk about there but it's very it's like such a your vacation theory makes a lot of sense to me I think we solved it I think there are only vacation vacation movies and they're all vacation gone wrong or fell in love on vacation yeah totally every single one and they can be both it can be both yeah totally I would say office space is well it doesn't really go wrong necessarily. No, it, totally it does. does. Yeah, it I guess totally it does. does. Yeah, because yeah. of the whole heist part. Oh, duh! <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, I haven't seen it in a second. Yeah, and he <laughs> also like, falls in love. He also falls in love. Yeah. Falls in love. <laughs> um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, this episode, we talked about vacation movies, and we figured out that they're all one of two things. Yeah. So if you're um, out there about to write a vacation movie, we fixed it for you we fixed it for you or maybe find the third one also if you are listening and you disagree with us we actually are on social media and you can dm us and tell us about uh the other kinds of vacation movies yes uh we are dim the lights with jenny and amanda on instagram yeah and we love to hear dissenting opinions yeah um, especially because we realized that we were incredibly niche so yeah exactly <laughs> really ready to hear hear everybody else's vacation thoughts and feelings exactly please give us a follow yeah and uh I think we gotta talk about we gotta wrap up and talk about what we're looking forward to watching or any personal recommendations we have yeah absolutely um oh my gosh yeah do you want to do you want to start or would you like me to start um, you start because I just talked so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so delightful though. Um, okay, well, I I thought about talking about this at the beginning because it's a movie that I just watched, but um, I'm just gonna go ahead and recommend it. I also recommend First Cow, big time, by the way. <laughs> um, but I recently, uh, it's also I think streaming on Amazon. It's this movie called Sella in the Spades. Um, and I just watched it because I recently listened to an interview with the director, uh, whose name is Tyresha Poe, and it came out in 2019. Uh, and it's a really fun, interesting movie. Um, it's about, it takes place at like a private high school, and it's about all these different like teen factions. Um, mm-hmm. And it has like its own specific language and culture, like between, like within this private school. Um but it stars Lovey Simone, who is going to be in the new Craft, the reboot of the Craft. Oh, fun. And she's great. It's really good. It has her and then this other person, um, Celeste O'Connor, and the two of them are just like really magnetic. Um, and they have like just incredible performances. So it was like, oh, cool. I'm really excited to watch the Craft now also. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun. I had a great time. Uh, if you like watching movies about teens, like we do, you'll probably like it. <laughs> 
Yes. Wait, can you say the name of it again? It's called Sella and the Spades. Sella the, and the Spades. Yeah, the main character's name is Sella. How do you spell Sella? It's S-E-L-A-H. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and that you said that was on Amazon? It's on Amazon, yep. Okay, amazing. Yeah. How about how about you, Amanda? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um I this this is a little context. So I'm a big fan of the movie Wild at Heart by directed by David Lynch, uh, also from 1990, I think. Yeah. Uh, but so I not until recently, I did not know that Wild at Heart is based off a novella and it's actually one of several in a series that take place in the same world. And the, the novella that comes right after Wild at Heart, uh, by the way, the, the novels are by an author named Barry Gifford and they're wonderful. I'm actually reading them right now. The very next story is called Perdita Durango. I talked about this last show and it's, it's a different suggestion. But <laughs> so I recently, and which was also, Perdita Durango is a really violent story. Uh, I really enjoyed it though. And it was made into a movie also in the 90s that starred um, Rosie Perez and uh, Javier Bardem. And I watched that on Canopy and I enjoyed it so much. It is equally as violent. So just um, be aware if that's something that you're sensitive to. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I was like, what else has this director done? The director's name is Alex de la Iglesia. Uh, he's a Spanish director. And there's another movie that he directed that is on Canopy, that streaming service through your library. I have not watched it yet. So this is a movie that I'm looking forward to watching. It's from 1995 and it's called The Day of the Beast. And I'm gonna read you the information. Bent on committing as many sins as possible to prevent the birth of the beast, a Catholic priest teams up with a black metal aficionado and an Italian connoisseur of the occult. Now he must become an unrelenting sinner is there still hope? Question mark. So that's what I really am looking forward to watching. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> that sounds um, incredible. Yeah, I would I would wager that is probably also very, very violent based on Perdita Durango and that um, little, you know, preview. Uh, but I bet it's going to be a blast. Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited to watch The Day of the Beast. And that is on Canopy. Wow. I'm really excited to also watch that because it sounds amazing. <laughs> it sounds so fun. I know. I didn't really have any um, personal recommendations. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just have stuff I'm looking forward to. Totally. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I know. The other, um, I'm also looking, I mean, it's kind of far in the future, but I'm, I'm extremely looking forward to the Candyman remake oh my gosh me too Psyched. I gotta let me really quickly find out what day it comes out please do and actually why while you are I'll say the other thing so I had a I had a list of things I wanted to watch in time for this show um that were vacation themed and one of the things I thought of that's a vacation movie is Westworld very much oh, yeah. a vacation movie that goes wrong I recently rewatched it it's not it's pretty boring third <laughs> time <laughs> But there's a sequel called Future World, and I've never seen it. And um, I'm going to look that up in a sec and see where it's streaming. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so Candyman is a remake of the 90s movie, which you may have heard of. It's a horror. Um, and the new one is uh, directed by Nia DaCosta, and it's coming out on October 16th, <gasps> which is our mom's birthdays. It's our mom's birthdays. <laughs> oh, mom. Both of our moms have the same birthday, and it's October 16th. Exactly. Uh, we love Libras. We love Libras. I'm also a Libra and Amanda has Libra in her chart. I do. Moon. <laughs> in the moon. Um, yeah. So Future World is streaming on Hulu and it's the 1976 sequel to Westworld. Um, and I've never seen it. I didn't even know it existed until recently. Yeah. It, it could be not very good. I don't know. But oh. uh, Westworld is based on the Michael Crichton novel of the same name where you can go and you might be aware of the very popular HBO show. 
you can go to a place where there's uh, robots that make your every wildest dream come true. So what's Future World? I don't know. I'll have to watch it on Hulu. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, I, I'm also going to watch it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty much at the end here. I'm trying to think if there's, I had, um, oh, this was on my, on my vacation list, although it's not, uh, it didn't fit into my framework. So that's why I didn't talk about it. Um, and it, uh, I do, it does fit into your framework. Um, but it was the first thing I thought of. I'll be really fast. I was just going to say, uh, call me by your name. It's like a great oh, two yeah. hour Italian vacation. If you need to like watch people hanging out and falling in love in the sunshine. Oh, that's I it. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I really oh, doubt it's, it. It's a great one. 